0: It's been almost 21 years since Donna Brown was murdered in a Taco Bell parking lot in Adel, Georgia. It's been 18 years since Devanya Inman was sentenced to life in prison for killing her. Eight years ago, DNA testing
1: on a key piece of evidence connected a different man to Brown's murder. Even so, five years ago, a Georgia judge shrugged his shoulders, saying, just because there wasn't any
0: evidence linking Devanya Inman to the crime didn't mean he didn't do it. Tavania Inman has spent his whole adult life behind bars for this crime, a crime he swears he did not commit.
1: So no matter what, every time I wake up, I'm still and feel the same way,
0: like I'm not supposed to be here. And finally, after all this time, he now has a chance to prove he's been telling the truth all along. From the Intercept, I'm Liliana Segura,
1: and I'm Jordan Smith. Welcome back to Murderville, Georgia. in episode 6, we told you about a legal challenge to Devanya Inman's conviction filed in January 2018 by his new lawyers with the Atlanta firm Troutman Sanders. It was a long shot. But it was based on powerful new evidence. Evidence that should have come out long before Devanya was ever tried. In fact, it should have come out during the investigation of
0: Donna Brown's murder. It had to do with a woman named Kim Brooks. You might remember her. She took over Donna Brown's position at the Taco Bell in the fall of 1998. And she told Devanya Inman's new lawyers about a disturbing encounter she'd had with Hercules Brown back then. Hercules was still working at the Taco Bell. And he asked Brooks if she'd like to stage an inside job to rob it one night. He'd rough her up and make it look authentic. Then they could split the money. And that wasn't the only thing. Hercules also told her that he'd done something bad and that someone else was doing time in prison for it.
1: Kim Brooks took this information straight to the cops, first to the Adel Police, and then to the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, the GBI, and to the special agent in charge, Jamie Steinberg. According to Brooks, Steinberg brushed her off, told her that the murderer had been found and the case was closed. It's worth noting that this is the exact same thing that we'd been told by Takesha Pickett, Devanya's cousin, who had also worked as a manager at the Taco Bell before Donna Brown was killed. After her murder, Pickett went to the cops and said she got the brush off too. The prosecutors did the same. She wasn't allowed to testify at Devanya's trial. He gave me a ride home one night and then we came in for a little while. That's when he brought the conversation up. I was like, man, you should let me rob you one night or whatever. And I was like, man, there ain't enough money to get robbed from there. I brushed it off always and left it at that. I never thought it would really happen.
0: You brushed it off.
1: Yeah. He just kind of left it alone for a little while. And then maybe a couple of weeks later, he brought it up again. And then I think we might have been at work. He was like, man, you should let me do it, Keish. And I was like, man, you tripping. That was that.
0: The second time, he brought up when you were actually at work?
1: At work, when we was closing because I was a closing manager. So he was doing the floors and everything.
0: When you first heard that this crime had happened, Mm -hmm. what was your first thought?
1: Hercules Brown. That was my first thought before I even heard anything of Devanya's name.
0: What Brooks told Devanya's lawyers was really important. It was one more damning piece of evidence against Hercules Brown. His DNA was on the mask that was found in Donna Brown's car in 1998. And he pleaded guilty to a grisly double murder he committed in broad daylight in 2000, the last in a string of killings that terrorized this quiet town. The lawyers from Troutman Sanders put what Brooks said into the 2018 brief challenging Devania's conviction. It was filed in Chatuga County Superior Court, the jurisdiction where he was incarcerated at the time. There's no timeline for a judge to consider a new challenge like this, so no one knew when or even if there would be a ruling, let alone a favorable one.
1: Plus, as prosecutors often do the Georgia Attorney General's office was fighting Devanya's appeal. They filed their own briefs, urging the court to dismiss the whole thing. Honestly, there was every reason to think things wouldn't go well for Devanya Inman. Remember, once you're convicted, the system loves its finality. If the courts think you got a fair trial, they usually don't care what happens to you, no matter what new evidence might say. But then, a ruling.
0: In an order released on July 22nd, Lookout Mountain Chief Judge Christina Cook Graham rejected the state's arguments and wrote that Devania's challenge could proceed. The whole Kim Brooks story? Judge Graham wants to know more about that. She didn't buy what the state tried to argue. That, yeah, Hercules asked Brooks to rob the Taco Bell, but Devania's trial lawyers should have figured that out. In 1998, there's no reason why Brooks could not have been found and interviewed before trial, prosecutors wrote. Okay, hold a minute. Frankly, this is a bunch of bullshit.
1: For starters, Brooks wasn't even hired until after Donna Brown's murder, so there is no reason that Devanya's trial lawyers would have known about her. And since she wasn't hired until after, why would the lawyers think she knew anything about the crime? But more important, it is the state's obligation to turn over this evidence to begin with. It's their constitutional duty. And they didn't do that, even though they've conceded that Brooks is telling the truth. This is pretty striking. The state could have easily said what prosecutors said about Takesha Pickett years ago, that she wasn't credible. But they didn't. It really makes you wonder what else the state might be hiding.
0: That's right. In addition to pursuing the facts around Brooks' specific story, Judge Graham is allowing Devania's lawyers to inspect all of the prosecutors' case file. They've tried for years to get access to these records, but as Judge Graham noted in her ruling, they've been stonewalled at every turn. And there's more. Devania's lawyers had also asked for permission to interview Hercules Brown in prison. The state fought this too, with some pretty dubious arguments. Our favorite, that allowing them to do that would violate Hercules' right against self-incrimination. To which the judge replied, not your call. Hercules can decide for himself how to answer those questions.
1: All of this is a really big deal. For starters, as we said before, there was no guarantee that Judge Graham would really review this at all, let alone rule in Devania's favor. After all, so far, no one in a position of power has taken any of this seriously. Not the judge at Devanya's trial or even the Georgia Supreme Court. Finally, it seems someone is paying attention.
0: And it's not just state or local officials who have looked the other way until now. The whole time we spent reporting this story, it was this kind of open secret in Adel that Devanya was in prison for something Hercules did. It's not that everyone accepted it, but it just seemed like no one felt like they could do anything about it. Until Jessica Sino found out about Devanya's case and told us about it. She just couldn't shake the injustice of it all. And she was determined to do something about it. She became Devanya's most dedicated advocate. That's how Troughton and Sanders got involved. I don't even necessarily know if there's really a way to define what it is about the case, other than it's just so appalling and and depressing that if I don't try to do everything I can, then who I think of as myself as a lawyer doesn't really matter much. Um, th- this is a case that cries out for people to look at and to reexamine, and I wouldn't be able to just walk away from it.
1: We talked to Jess shortly after the ruling came out. She was as shocked as anyone and really happy for Devanya and cautiously optimistic. The state has already signaled its intention to appeal Graham's ruling, and that could stall progress while the Georgia Supreme Court decides whether to weigh in. So, while this is good news, there's a lot of uncertainty for Devanya. His future is still in the balance.
0: We wanted to share all of this with you because, like Jordan said, it's a big deal. But also, a lot of people have written to us since the podcast came out, wanting to know what's happening. For a while, there wasn't much to report. But now, there's hope. And for Devanya's mom... There's also hope in knowing so many people now know about her son and are going to continue to follow what happens.
1: Indeed, the story will go on. And we'll be back with more, hopefully soon. Thank you so much for listening.